Do you have an amazing story idea, a story that belongs on television? Do you want to know how to pitch it in front of execs? Come coach with How to Pitch TV. I'm Crystal of Unglamorous Shoes, and I will coach you to your greatest pitch and give you the cheat code. Oftentimes, the game is taught through private word of mouth, and even our colleges don't teach it. So you know what? It's time to break down those doors for everyone, everywhere. Visit howtopitchtv.com and book your free 15-minute consultation today. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Unglamorous Truths, the podcast where we discuss making it in the industry come hell or high water. I'm Chandra. I'm Amevit. I'm Crystal. Today, we're going to talk about something that is very near and dear to our hearts, how to be good collaborators. And you know, we always like to started off with a fun question um so my question today is what is your favorite collaboration and so um I have two and I definitely spent time trying to battle it out and I couldn't choose between them so we're gonna just do both today so the first one is Alfred Hitchcock and James Stewart Mm. um because you know from that you get Rear Window obviously Vertigo my favorite the man who knew too much yeah and then the other one is Spike Lee and Denzel Washington and you know you get Mo Better Blues Mm -hmm. you get Malcolm X Uh, You get He Got Game, and you get Inside Man. Yes. And what's crazy about them is that they are, like, very different. So, apparently, Hitchcock and Stewart did not get along. Hmm. Because Hitchcock is, like, I mean, he's famous for saying, you know, actors are cows, you know, to be herded. Like, he... He's the star. Oh. Like, Hitchcock is the first director star. Like, he's that dude. It's about him. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Spike also took a bit of, like direction from him for sure putting himself in the movies and like really Mm -hmm. obscure ways Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for sure yes smart clever clever but like the relationship between um like spike lee and denzel washington is one of so much respect Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. you know it and so you have one that's like hella contentious Mm -hmm. but the work like there's still like hitchcock is bringing something out of stewart that you don't see anybody else get out of him Mm -hmm. you know because he's always like the dweeb that every man like I don't know, he he sharpens it mm-hmm. with Hitchcock. And then you see this other one where they're just, like, not contentious at all. Like, there's just such a mutual respect and, like, a platform. And when you watch interviews with them, it's like, oh, these motherfuckers are friends. Like, they're finishing sentences, mm. you know? Um, so, yeah, I like that. Oh, I love that. That's really fun. Mine is completely left field. Um, it's cheddar ruffles and stone fruit. Pick a stone fruit, it'll work. My personal favorite is nectarines. Okay. Um, you know, it sounds crazy, but they go together real bad. Okay. Damn. Okay. It's, it's something about that, like, cheesy salt and then that real sweet. Mm. Oof. Mm. Okay. What, the, are, that, what are some, just pick Remind me, stone fruits, peaches. Peaches, plums. nectarines, plums. Mm. Yeah. Anything with that. Big ass yeah. stone nice. in the front. Nice. And like, they're in season right now. So. Or you can do like maybe bar- whatever your choice of chips are, like barbecue chips, whatever. But like mine are like the Hawaiian chips are great too. Yeah. But cheddar ruffles, it hits. One bite, one bite? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. You know, okay. people try to clown me, but I'm like, get into it. <laughs> For me, I would say anytime that people like weave music and visuals together in a cool way. Mm. So like, I really loved Pharrell's show in Paris, mm-hmm. like where it was like, Jay was performing as people, like there was like concerts as people were walking out, like for the fashion show mm-hmm. and like the Louis show and everything. And like, I love when Rihanna is like, with Fenty, it's an experience. So it's like, she's singing her music, but you're seeing her clothes. Like, I think that is such a 
incredible fusion of two like art forms mm -hmm. yeah. and it just like it's like overwhelming in a good way you're stimulated yeah, I'm very yeah. stimulated yeah. So, yeah yeah okay that's fun so my favorite proverb and i think it's one of crystals too is if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go together yes. right and so um i feel like our journey as collaborators was kind of unintentional oh yeah right like did you guys ever sit and think about we should work together because no there was literally no reason right it was just like these is my friends let's i mean shit we want to do this we all want to do the same thing let's get it together mm -hmm. so i also feel like with many things we had to learn how to collaborate on the job mm -hmm. because acting is kind of like not a team sport at all mm -hmm. right you know film and television is because you have all these different parts going mm -hmm. so many different departments right everyone is jumping in giving whatever whatever so what do you feel was difficult in the beginning for you guys with learning to collaborate or being in this collaborative space? For me, the the biggest hurdle was like constructive communication, um, constructive criticism, and especially when you're writing something together, everyone's not going to have the same ideas and everyone's not going to like the same ideas. Uh, but there is a level of tact in which you need to employ to like express how you feel about something it's mm -hmm. not just like oh that fucking sucks bitch next like unless right. like everyone is on that kind of shit then it's like okay cool like it's not mean but like if you're dealing with different personalities different levels of sensitivities so like for me it was like okay how do i like yes and something because i could very well like get into like a little beef at work and then afterwards i'm like okay girl you want to go to happy hour and it's like no bitch i hate you and i'm like no like that was work because like, right, i'm very cause everybody's like, different like, yeah and, and like cause i'm i'm very like work yeah. is work play is play like, yeah and that actually perfectly tees up what was my biggest problem mm -hmm. what was my biggest transition was that for me i can't i can't do that so mm -hmm. now if we just got into it at work Bitch, I don't want to see you at happy hour. And mm -hmm. I remember that distinctly happening to us in New York. We just got into it. And Matt was like, all right, let's go to happy hour. And I was like, no. I was like, girl, what? <laughs> no. We'll pick this fight up tomorrow. Right, right. Like, I want to go to drinks with my friend and complain about my coworkers. <laughs> but my friends is my coworkers. And so yeah. it was a, a journey of, and you know, and it was a healthier thing, too, to be able to, like, leave it. But that was, like just to have me in a chokehold mm -hmm. in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, I hate these bitches, but yeah. I love these bitches, yeah. but nah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it definitely took time to figure out tools for that. Like, taking breaths, <laughs> just taking a transitional period of like, also just getting the work energy off of you, period, in general. Because it's like, if I'm hanging out with y'all and we're doing work and then we're doing, you know, just hanging out, I got to make sure I shake the work off, period. So yeah. I would say for me, in the beginning, it was uh finding a natural sense of everybody's strengths and weaknesses i think that we were all for a period like reaching into everything and it was yeah. like hands on all the pots and it was like that one. yeah i don't know if it's because we were young and we were survival mode and there's a lot of control issues but like just like grabby energy of a, oh i got that i got that i got you know and it's like we all would try to do everything mm. right you know and it was like oh you don't have to though like you really can like, I think over time, it takes time. Like I'm not even mad at us. It's like, that takes a journey to figure out, let things emerge. Like, oh, so-and-so is like really good at this or someone naturally does this. So they should probably right. just do that more often. Yeah, As right. we like to say with the communication, I don't mind yoking motherfuckers, right? Yep. Very confident and happy to do it. And y'all, 
are, I'm assuming, okay with me doing that. <laughs> right? But We let the dog out. Yeah. <laughs> but in different spaces. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, and you really uh, touched on what I think is one of the, what I've learned now for me is one of the biggest principles of what makes a good collaboration, right, mm-hmm. is trust. You know, it's very, very hard to be in collaboration if you don't trust the people you're working with, if you don't trust their values, if you don't trust their work ethic, if you don't trust their talent. It's mm-hmm. like, it's, you're constantly then fighting because it's like, I can't let you do your parts, right? Right. You know, that's when I'm trying to be everywhere. Like, what are some other things that you guys think are essential for a good collaboration? I think a, a similar vision, like mm-hmm. you have to kind of be aligned in a, a specific way or else it's like, why are y'all together? Like mm-hmm. you should go do your thing and you should go do your thing. I would say that like, it's also important. And I think we had to learn this with time as well and maturity, like that balance of what you're giving to the group and what you have that's on your own. Yeah. And like a healthy sense of self outside of, the collaboration because I think for a while which is beautiful it's a, an amazing thing we was trapping like it was mm-hmm. this was it it was a hundred percent this it was a hundred percent us mm-hmm. and then with evolution and time you know you have to find your own ways in different spaces but I actually feel like it's like a marriage right when you're <laughs> I mean I'm not married but when you're in partnership right you have mm-hmm. to find spaces of things that you just love for yourself so that you can Ooh. come back and tell your partner mm-hmm. And, and it adds more juice and more flavor and more color to what you're working on together. But if you're, if it's like this sense of containment of like, it's only this, that would be like living with your husband 24 seven in the same room and never getting outside. Like that's crazy, it's claustrophobic. <laughs> I think that's why every like girl or boy band to date has like branched off and done their own thing. Yeah. Like I, I can't personally think of one that like they just stayed together mm-hmm. the whole time. Like either they had beef Mm-mm. and they completely broke up or like one branched off and became their own like entity. And like, look at me thinking real hard too. I'm like, who? No girl, they all break up. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, I think you're right. It's just too much. It's too much. And it's the, it's the echo chamber yeah. too, right? It's like, we're not getting anything fresh in here. It's yeah. just too. But also like, it's there's a breakup. Yes. But there's also just like an evolution of mm-hmm. like, okay, we had, this was its moment. Yeah. And the moment has come to an end. Yeah. And now I'm starting my moment and right. whatever. Well, th- and that's why I think it's important to know what, what are the goals of your collaboration yeah. too? Like, what is your collaboration for? Yeah. You know, is it, is it for the moment or is it for, you know, forever? Like, what is the common goal mm-hmm. here? And I think with us too, I think what's interesting is, is that I think we have, discovered that over time because I know at first what what bonded us all working together was Downtown Girls was like mm-hmm. the show and getting it made mm-hmm. right so when it didn't go I think by then we had already put in so much skin in the game and worked on expanding and like we talked about earlier about putting all eggs in one baskets and how like painful it was for that show not to go but by then we had learned something about staying open continuing to create so that we had a longer journey together because it wasn't like it's not just this project. This mm-hmm. isn't a project-based collaboration. It's yeah. like we have more to say. Mm-hmm. And I think just having an overall thesis for what we wanted to do artistically. Yeah. And I think it, you know, I think it helped mm-hmm. that we were aligned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we are not always aligned. No. It's definitely been a, a growing process, right, to learn how to deal with conflict, you know, inside of of us, right, when we are not all aligned. I know for me, an important thing, you know, was to just be really quiet. Like if if I really was in heavy disagreement with you all, 
I learned that I just need to be quiet for a bit, just hear everything and not be like already coming up with rebuttals in my brain. You know what I'm saying? Because in, in wanting it and wanting it my way so bad, like the energy would be, okay, well, let me already be, I'm listening to you a little bit, but I'm really just trying to figure out how I can attack your point to win with my point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm barely even hearing your idea because mm-hmm. the goal here is I have to win. And so like over time there was a maturing where it was just like, bitch, what is the sense of that? Why are you here with these people then? You know what right. I'm saying? It's like you said in the beginning, what the fuck are you here? Why, why are we doing this? You're not going to sit here and genuinely listen and trust. And I found that when I would listen, I was like, oh, half the time you kind of saying what I'm thinking anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit of a different coloring. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So how are, what are some things that you guys have learned or employ when it is a difficult spot inside of the collaboration? When shit is not collaborating fluidly. I thought you just let go. Yeah, just let go and l- let's see. Mm-hmm. Like the worst that can happen is that it doesn't work. And then mm-hmm. maybe we'll just try it my way then. But like it doesn't have to, I don't have to be right. I've noticed that. I've noticed you just be, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't have to be right. It's fine. You, you guys both? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I think is interesting because I do feel like e- each of us are headstrong in our own ways. Mm-hmm. And I think we have areas of authority that overlap and then also are different. Mm-hmm. And I think it's easy to trust people when they have an area of authority that's not similar to you. But then there's that Venn diagram where it's like, we might each have things where we're both really strong in it and it's like that's when you can start to butt heads with people mm-hmm. yeah that's when you can be like but well, i have a vision too i have a vision it's like oh yeah okay. yeah um so i think for me it's definitely like been learning to breathe and learning how to give things a little bit more time before trying to come back in immediately with like more feedback mm. so like learning to take actually a lot more time. I actually feel like I've learned that from y'all because you guys are a little bit more of like a sit yeah, and then Mm. return. And I've always been more direct. Like I'm going to come right back. And I was like, oh, there's a, there's value in sitting. Like there's value in really, even if it's a lot of time, even if it's like, maybe this is not the right time to bring this up because it's like picking your battles. It's like, we might have macro things we're thinking about and micro things. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, well maybe, maybe this isn't the time to think about a dumbass micro thing right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Like maybe we need to stay focused on also joy <laughs> and like fucking enjoying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that can be tricky. I yes. feel like the hardest times for me have been like, if we have to do something or we're super focused on a particular project and it's not fun, it's, it makes it even harder to like come to a resolution on something. Um, and I feel like when we're at our best, we, are having fun at the same time. Yeah. 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 And I think that is one thing that even from our beginnings, we did really smartly was remembering to bring in the fun and like, you know, keep the marriage fresh. And I feel like we would do that with our retreats Mm -hmm. because we've been retreating since the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know, like since when we didn't have a dollar, we figured out a way Mm -hmm. to do these retreats. Mm -hmm. We would go and, you know, just do silly stuff, play the piano, draw, sing, Mm -hmm. but also come up with ideas. And I feel like on some of those trees, we completely rewrote versions of stuff and then didn't do nothing with it. You know what I'm saying? Then went back to the version we had before, but it just was still like, invigorating yeah. something that could be 
stale. Yes. We've done that for almost every project when yeah. I think about it. With service animals, we were in the pool at Cat House breaking yep. story in cars. Oh my God, we with were. With music and like in this amazing ass pool with the view. Like with Black Girl Magic, we had a retreat and watched a bunch of witchy movies yes. and like did some journaling yes, and did, did some, you know? So I feel like the creative game on the retreats be strong. Like, I know, right? I'm like, yeah. We should. Y'all can hit us up. Oh if my God, we made potions. You had that activity to make your we own. I still have it. I, yes. have my, I had mine work because I made that grid grid to get pregnant <laughs> and I did get pregnant. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. But that ain't right up under the pillow. Holla at me. But no, yeah, yeah. Actually, our retreats are super fucking lit and we should probably bottle them up and, um, I don't know, sell, give. I right. smell something on the horizon. <laughs> anyway. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we collaborate inside of ourselves, but also we have to collaborate with other people because we cannot do everything alone. And on every project we've done, we've had to have, you know, producing pods, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I feel like in the in the beginning, you know, it was just kind of like we would just whoever we could align with, whoever would sign up. Like there was not much thought behind it, similar to how we mm-hmm. came together. It was like, okay. But, you know, I feel like now it's more of a process. So like when we enter into these things, what are things that you're looking for in outside collaborators? A value add. Like, what is the value add? And various different ones. There's, like, a name. There is creative experience. Like, you can add to the actual, like, creative process and not just the production. There's different types of producers. Mm-hmm. Creative producers and it's, like, famous producers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Are like, you the what, name or are you, you the, the work? Name or just, like... <laughs> The one that's going to be in the credit, like, produced by mm-hmm. so-and-so. Or are you the one that's going to roll up your sleeves and be like, let's get into the script. Right. And, and let me yes. show you the areas in which you can uh, do better. Yeah. Yes. Are you stomping down the doors Ooh. to get in the rooms, you know? Like, you know, excuse me, you need to see this. That makes me think of one of my favorite creative collaborations we've had with um, Rabia Rashid. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rabia... Robbie was brought on um, to, to Black Girl Magic. Black Girl Magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, and she has, you know, screenwriting strong, but like oh, credit should, strong. The creator of Atypical yes. on Netflix yeah. mm-hmm. has an overall deal at Sony. Yeah. And our project was at Sony. And so she, yeah. they brought her on to our project. Absolutely. Again. And Again. she literally did the work in the middle of her own show and her own processes, right? Like she was like, okay, so I read it. Here we go. Notes, 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 and they were helpful. Mm-hmm. They were strong. They were clear, and she it was clear in the clearly in the spirit of collaboration. Mm-hmm. Right. We talked about before we worked with people where it was just a control, not control, but just like it wasn't in the spirit of collaboration. It was domineering. It was like, okay, we're gonna do this quickly. Mm-hmm. Adjust. You adjust to me, yeah. as opposed to, hey, I have these ideas, which are brilliant ideas. What do you think of them? Mm-hmm. Take them or leave them. Yeah, yeah. Like, always. They are in service to your project. Yeah. And allowing us to to take ownership and lead and not take a back seat on our project. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And that's the thing. It's, it's a collaboration. It's many voices. Mm-hmm. Not just you just come up here and fucking take my shit. Mm-hmm. So, Crystal, for you, what do you look at as, you know, walking into these things? Um, I do love people that are, I look for excitement. Like, I look for people that are really excited about it, and it's not just a business move. Like, I feel like when we collaborated with Jeff, Jeff Gaspin, oh. who do, we worked on um, this animated show, Service Animals, um, with Warner Animation, um, he 
always brought such an excitement to the like about the project. And this is a guy mm-hmm. that's like, you know, been doing this, been yeah. down. But I feel like his probably his mission and his principles about what he wants to do most time is aligned with do I fuck with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, do I actually fuck with this? Because I think he's at the point where he can. And he also probably was intentional about that. Mm-hmm. Because compared to his long credit history at the time, it's like, yeah, we've done some things. But he didn't have to decide that he wanted to, to come on board and join us. Right. Um, but he loved the idea. Yeah. And he would fight for it. Yeah, he, he would. Oh, he uh, would. <laughs> That's a scrappy okay. man from Queens. Okay. You know, he did not let it die. He no. didn't let a, a no deter him. Like, yep. It wasn't like, okay, well, we're just going to, you know, wait a beat. Now yep. he's like, oh, nah, I'm banging mm-hmm. down doors. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to talk to yes. me. And I feel like from him, I learned a lot about how to be a producer. Yeah. You know, because he's such pure producer. Like, he didn't get in the way creatively. Like, yeah, he would give notes, of course, you know, from his expertise working in television for years. But he didn't He didn't get in the way. He wasn't overbearing in that area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, he was a producer and would be, like, if something was going left, he would get on the motherfucking phone and mm-hmm. be like, I know these guys personally. I'm calling Sammy John Jack John yes. from Scooby yeah. Scooby Network. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I was at his kids' bar mitzvah. I'm cussing this motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and that is the shit. And I know that Energy. is fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but that's the motherfucker I want kicking down the doors at the birthday parties. Like, hey, I know it's your daughter's birthday, but I'm here to talk some fucking business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a thing that I look for is taste. Right. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. These are the. This is the trifecta. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's why we be winning. Yes. Taste. Yes. Taste. Um. And and even now, that's why I start. I ask the question. I'm like, so what? What do you like to watch? What is your personal taste? Because sometimes people are even working for companies that aren't don't really suit their taste. Because you know everybody needs a job. Sometimes you just you know you working mm-hmm. at a place, whatever, whatever. But I do think that's really important. What you're into. Mm-hmm. what you like to make mm-hmm. um, because if the taste don't add up, you know, because if I don't think you have good taste or you don't think I have good taste, then I don't know what, what we going to do here. Yeah. No one's going to respond to anything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a bunch of bad notes back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's, mm, it's going to be a loser. loser. It's like a bad relationship. Like you're trying to make me someone I'm not, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to make you someone you're not. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. yes. I mean, but see, and so many things that we talk about with the collaborations are like so close to relationship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which like makes me think right now. So I'm like, damn, is who you are in relationships similar to who you are in a collaboration? Yes. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. these are all relationships. Friendships yeah. are relationships. Yeah. Coworkers are relationships. The person you're fucking is a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not just like. This isolated box of how you show up in all these other spaces really informs how you show up in the other ones. Yeah, and the skills are interchangeable. Not me really getting some shit yeah, off of my girl. personal life oh, right now. Yeah. And I'm loving it. Yes, get <laughs> like, it off, girl. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Just, and, then, and then when you even say things like, oh, this relationship, people would be like, Ugh, and it's like, N- ain't nobody talking about that. kind. It's just relationship in general. How we relate. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Webster Dictionary, how we relate. Damn. I mean, you do be spitting. Yeah. Now I'm over here stuck. How I'm do like, you show up? And it, there should be a commonality. Like, yeah. well, how you show up for your sister, how you yeah. show like obviously there are different levels and right. intensities, yeah. but like who you are at the core is who you are. Yeah. 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 Girl. 
speak. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. But I don't think people realize that those skills is like um, whether you're building a business, um, creating a career creatively, working with people or collaborating at home with people. Those skills go, like you said, in the same, like literally they're interchangeable and they all help each other. It's actually like I feel like I, I've said this to y'all before. Being in a long term collaboration with y'all has helped mm. me in other spaces in my life mm. where I'm like, okay, let me decide when I'm with when conflict appears if I need to take a beat or if I actually need to lean in and communicate and be yeah. very transparent right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like, that's still an ongoing process. We're still learning that here. Like, it's going to be, it's a journey, right? Mm -hmm. No one's perfect. Mm -hmm. But I do think that people underestimate when you build that shit up over here, you really can't. You you can literally just just laterally move that shit over here. Like yeah. it, it's very similar. You can apply those tools yes. in other areas of your life. Yes. yes. Oh my god. Ooh, I love the breakthrough moments because, like, yes, I realize now that through our collaboration, it has so much affected how I you know relate to people outside of. Because I remember there was a point where I was feeling very unheard inside of our collaboration. I was like talking to my therapist about it, and you know. She asked a very simple question. She was like, well, did you express yourself very clearly to them? And what did they say? And I was like, you know, going back and forth. I was like, well, I mean, I'm saying little, I'm dropping hands. I, I, I don't know. And, and she was like, but she was like, they seem relatively reasonable, you know, and they seem like they love you and they, you know, care about you. You always speak so highly of them. But have you just sat down and just spoken with them? I was like, Yes, not. And you know, and when I did that, it was like I felt very hurt. You know, and it was it was so not a thing. Mm -hmm. It was so easy. Mm -hmm. It was like okay. And I was like, God damn, look at the evolved species. Mm -hmm. And I definitely after that felt the confidence to move like that in other areas in my life. Mm -hmm. Where I was like, people who love you are not out to get you. Like they want to. You're not gonna be crying on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they want to see you win. You know. And it was I don't know. It was so empowering for me. And it was like. You can move in a powerful way and people around you will support you. Mm -hmm. Like, you just have to say it. And definitely since then, you know, in, in relationships with people, I have been more, like, expecting to be well-received, you know? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> the core of it is vulnerability. Like, working with other people requires a certain level of vulnerability and openness and trust. Mm. And I'm, I'm entrusting you all with my creative future. Yeah. Like, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And any other types of rela uh, relationships that are collaborations also have the same kind of trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're tr mm -hmm. in, a, in an intimate one. You're no trusting one them with it. your children. You're trusting them with you as a, a potential wife or a husband. Like, that's a lot. A home, a mortgage. Like, these are all types of trust. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. But also a, a part of the collaboration conversation that we were having earlier about, like, one thing that we had to learn also how to delegate and yes. like yes and how to take lead and so if someone is a lead on a project it's really not like what everyone thinks it's like you do consider everyone's opinions but like whatever that person wants really it's like it's really what's gonna happen and it actually makes the work so go so much faster mm -hmm. because when there's not a head of the fish mm -hmm. then it's just so much back and forth so much back and forth and there's mm -hmm. never somebody who is like okay heard everything thanks so much mm -hmm. we're going left mm -hmm. you know so now we like to transition to a part of the show that we call bootleg fabulous um where we give little tips and tricks you know uh, based on the topic we're discussing discussing 
discussing. <laughs> so today, my question is about bad collaborations, right? And period, you can get just caught into things that really are not a good fit. Like to speak specifically in our industry, we talked earlier about people's deals, right? So if you sell a project to Warner, and or you sell a project to a production company who has a deal at Warner, now it's a Warner project, Warner is gonna put one of their people that they have a deal, you know, mm -hmm. a showrunner that has a deal with them mm -hmm. on your project. Mm -hmm. So that already can kind of limit mm -hmm. who you can work with at times mm -hmm. and you can just be put with someone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are some tips and tricks to get through a bad collaboration that you cannot get out of? You are just in it. You're in the fucking mud. Okay. There's an end goal though. You'll, you'll get, once it's complete, you'll be out of it. But you're in the shit right now. I know this is one to think about. I really had to sit with this one because I feel like we have been in these situations before, mm -hmm. and it was um, exhausting. Mm -hmm. It was, it was every day. Every day felt like work. You know, shit. It's the worst project in the world. Um, but I think one thing is to work really hard to find value in the other people, even if it's only it's only one thing. Mm -hmm. Even if it's something as simple as, I like the way they email. You know, mm -hmm. I like their email signature. Mm -hmm. Just anything to cling on to to bring some light mm -hmm. inside of that collaboration. Mm -hmm. Mine would be, I guess, like find an advocate. Mm -hmm. There's going to be at least one person that you hate the least, and mm -hmm. make them your person. Like make them fall in love with you, mm -hmm. so that you can have somebody fight for you in your vision and then you can have a safe space to communicate what your needs are yeah and that's something that I, I had to do like in a project where it's like okay I don't think I resonate with the majority of these people but there's one that I think will hear me out so let me call him personally on his cell phone yeah and have this conversation and let's see what yeah. can happen um I would say learn how and when to speak so we've said this before but you never want to be bad cop especially just directly in front of other producers yeah. or teams you have other people to do that for you so as michelle likes to call it oh no she has oh she calls it her kitchen table she calls it when she comes home that's when she gets petty she sits around <laughs> her she's like oh she's like y'all think i'm first lady and i'm just out here just happy all the time yeah. hell no she was like i get home and i bitch and i'm Petty, and I let myself be petty with my family. Mm -hmm. But finding the space for that, and because you do have to get get it off, you yeah. do have to get it off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to you get, gotta your get shit it off. off. And I love our group chat at times. Yes, because yes, our group chat be popping. Okay? Oh my god, that's another tip and trick that I just thought of. Um, have group your chat. group chat going. Literally, sometimes when you're on notes calls, yes. when you're doing whatever, be hitting that chat. Like, what the fuck? Was yeah, that? yeah. Wait, did you see that? You yeah, understand? and then and when y'all on the Zoom, y'all can stare at each other, knowing yeah. something nobody else knows. Be yeah. like. Go to the gym and punch things. Period. Yeah. You got to keep a sense of humor. So, yeah. like, you know, let it off and be a little silly about it. But also don't, like, people sometimes think that being strong means you're being um, authoritative yeah. or something in a moment. It's like, that might not be the right space for that. Like, yeah. you may need to talk to your managers. Or you may need to talk to your, your agent or your lawyer and, like, have them follow up on your behalf. Mm -hmm. yes. But as the creative, you don't need to be... Arr, you know mm -hmm. on the zoom mm -hmm. keep it cute yeah keep it cute awesome well 
Look, guys, teamwork doth make the dream work. So <laughs> find your team and, you know, get to dreaming. So that's the end of our episode. Thank you guys so much for being here with us. I'm Chandra. You can find me at Chani. I'm Mebs. You can find me at Amebe Bayene. I'm Crystal. You can find me at underscore Chris Chris. And we are Unglamorous Truths. You can find us at Unglamorous Truth. And you can listen to our podcast wherever you find yours.